to Rick for Dirt, the podcast recorded as the adventure happens. I'm Frank. And I am Ali. And today, we're doing something a little bit different again. Yeah, I mean, it's a fucking year of pivots. <laughs> All right? So, so uh, as you know, I wrecked my suspension on the Jeep uh, doing the Rubicon. Kind of got out to a couple things here and there, but overall, uh, I'm not really doing much. And I'm kind of bowing out of a lot of stuff, and work's been busy wrapping up the year, so we haven't really got a chance to head out and venture, you know, around. Don't touch my dials. We got <laughs> we got a new audio mixer, and Frank's touching my knobs already. Yeah, leave my I'm knob already alone. playing with them. Leave my knob alone, bro. Already playing with them. But where are we? So we are at uh, Demello Off Road with Jason Demello. So this is this is fun. We haven't been here in nine it's months. A, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, ten months, and I mean, just just from us catching up, it sounded like there was a lot going on and a lot changing, and it felt like it was a good. There's a good point in in the transitional period that you're going through right now. I think that there was definitely a lot to talk about, and okay. so um, we should touch on that for sure. Um, and then you went and dropped a bomb on me when I walked in because you were like, "I'm so cramped." <laughs> you're like, "Things are gonna change real soon." So. I guess the best thing is to start from the beginning. Like when we when we last left it off, I mean, you were you are known as and you have been for a long time making the Toyota stuff, and you know I think uh, it's been a really exciting time for trucks and off road vehicles. Yep. The landscape has changed immensely. Like I think it all started. It's still changing. Yeah, it's still yeah. changing. Like what three years ago, probably probably three or four years ago with the ZR2, I would say that probably kicked off properly like the major era of change with all the manufacturers. Right. Right before then it was I think you had the state you had the the stalwarts that were in there, right? You had like the Toyotas and then you had the the, the Lexus was coming up as a as a popular uh, platform. Yep. And then you had the Land Cruisers and the Jeeps, right? And I think that was pretty much the majority were some variation of that. Right. Right. And so and now I mean, gosh. They came out the Z R two and then the, the Raptor has become a popular. The platform. Raptor the Raptor full sizes are becoming a thing mm-hmm. now. Yeah, whole, right. Like whole for full a size cruise. Yeah. 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 I mean I see more tundras out there I think than ever. I've seen like there used to be one or two. Now there's like dozens. There's fleets. Right. <laughs> well, right. well, first and foremost, you guys look like NASCAR drivers. I'm going to have to give you guys some swag. We got Camberg, Off Grid, <laughs> Casey, fully represented by these two. I, I, I don't know if I can squeeze some pants on there on you. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I mean, this is awesome. Out. We roll in here like fully branded. <laughs> no, that's perfect. It's perfect. Those are all good companies. So. Yeah. So that's last hilarious. time we talked was just after uh, King of the Hammers, I believe. And uh, I think that was pre COVID, right? We weren't wearing well, masks. We were no, normal. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure. I it think was it was around, but yeah, we weren't was, worried about it yet. We weren't worried about it yet. It was. I think it was. It was had, like a, had the expo already happened in Costa Mesa. Um, I think it might have been before not, that. Yeah, it was right before that. So and that was right, the last. That, that was, was the only thing we did last year. It was that your like second break in or? <laughs> yeah, that was the <laughs> second break in of, of, of <laughs> last year right. too. I completely forgot about that. Um, <laughs> so I know we're here to talk about you know what the future is, but I want to rewind a little bit and talk about the last year because yeah. um, I'm sure you guys have talked to other companies as well. And yeah, the COVID thing scared a lot of people. Um, I know the first week we were scared. Um, sales completely stopped um, and we were just like kind of everybody was holding their breath yeah, yeah. everyone was holding their breath exactly yeah. we we're all standing around wondering what's going to happen um, and then the wave hit the wave of oh we're all stuck at home and there's nothing else to do but modify our vehicles but like shop online it was and like shop it, online it was, a, it was just a, it wasn't even a wave it was a tsunami yeah like, I 
across industries. And I know there's a lot of people suffering, so I do not want to take that away from people. Yeah. And we, I try to support them in any way I can, you know, local restaurants, anyone that's suffering, you know, order whatever I can from them. But sure. we have had a great year as far as the COVID thing is concerned. Um, once that hit, it just blew up. I mean, we've had a record year, as has everyone we talk to in the yeah, industry. I mean, I know you're not just saying that because even at KC, we've just seen sales soar beyond what we expected. And we, we actually got really conservative and we're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to expect the worst and uh, prepare for the best. And luckily, the best case scenario happened where I think people just, you know, they're like, oh, I got a little stipend from the government. Oh, I'm home now. Oh, I can get to that project that I've been like putting off for like so long. And yeah. so and for the ones that were working, they're not spending money on daycare. Right, exactly. Right? Which is which is they're not spending honest, money on gas. It's a massive chunk of your budget for families. Right. Like daycare yeah. is stupid. Yeah. Especially in California. And and then yeah, gas. Granted, we would all happily pay that money for a daycare. Now we will. Yeah. <laughs> now we will. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're going out to Nine dinner. months in, we're like, hell, get him right. out of here. Wait, he has to be quarantined? All right, so he has to stay with you for 14 days? <laughs> Fine. Not a problem. <laughs> Here's a shit. See you later. Uh, yeah, so things have changed dramatically for us. Um, we've been in this shop for, in this particular shop, for at least 10 years. Yeah. Um, we've been trying to move about seven of those 10 years. Um, now it's so obvious to us that we have to move um that's the bomb that i dropped on you when you walked in basically yeah, that was it um, <laughs> we're moving <laughs> we're we're the nice. problem is and has been for a couple of years now finding a place but i've been watching i literally was actually looking on uh, ads before you walked in um <laughs> so first quarter of next year we're definitely looking to get into a larger facility if we can't we're gonna have to split the company in two and do uh, production in one oh, shop wow. and mm -hmm. installation in another it just we just can't fit here anymore yeah um we spend 45 minutes a day pulling pallets in and out uh, each way just to make space um, we're on top of each other yeah. um i mean back to back to the whole year being a great year we've we haven't laid anybody off. We actually have hired three or four people. Wow. Um, our biggest problem this year has been keeping people. Um, and we can get into that as well, but uh, bottom line is nobody wants to work right now. So it's, it's been tough. It's been really tough uh, to keeping up, and we've tried really hard to keep up, um, along with not only our products, but other manufacturers' products are all behind as well because of COVID. And everyone, you know, everyone expects that, but still the, the patients have kind of worn off. Um, we're what ten months into this, and and uh, so people are uh, we we're, we're delivering um, chomping at the bit. Yeah, we're delivering stuff from other manufacturers that they've been waiting for four or five yeah. months, and most people are patient. But I completely understand their frustration, you know, not getting in that time frame. But uh, everyone's in the same boat. So yeah, we're doing what yeah, we can. and the and the people not working part is, I mean, it's it's real, not just from a from a like a getting a check from the government standpoint, but I also know people who have been laid off or um, there, there have been cut back on their hours and they're not looking for more work. Yeah. And it's mostly because their expenses have gone down mm -hmm. because the kids are home and they're just doing stay at home parenting while the other person still works. Right. And so and a lot of people have gone on employment and they're extending with like whatever that $900 billion package of yeah. additional extension on unemployment so it's i'm not saying people are being incentivized and i'm not saying that people are crooks but i think some people are enjoying a little bit of that opportunity to stay home i'll say it if you won't <laughs> <laughs> i've seen it firsthand i mean i literally you can yeah you can I, slice it a bunch of ways for sure yeah i yeah. mean i literally put an ad up and um i have never had this many people not show up to interviews yeah i i literally will get uh five six people respond that are that i've, I've responded to mm -hmm. and you know set up an interview date 
not show up. This week is a perfect example. I actually had uh, four people uh, were supposed to come in on Monday for interviews. For what what type of jobs? Uh, right now, we just need shop help, just general labor. Um, so if you need a job, <laughs> right, you're complaining that you can't find work. At this point, we're always hiring because it Within seems to be revolving door. Within December 2020. Right. If, yeah. if you're listening in December 2020. <laughs> Within a month or so, you know, yeah. you should be okay. Call. Please. Uh, so it's been it's been difficult, to say the least, uh, but we're working through it. I've got yeah. some really dedicated people here. I've had some really good guys this year. So, um, I mean, I, I've had Cy here. He's been here for, yeah, I think, 11 been, years yeah. now. And he's our, he's our lead everything. He can do anything in the and shop. And that dude is just straight magic when it comes yeah. to installs. Like I was watching him meticulously when he was putting on my front bumper and he has an attention to detail that I haven't seen in a He's long like methodical. time. Oh my gosh. Methodical is an understatement. Like, and, and not only that, when, for example, he had to trim the plastics under the wheel well, right. For the, to, to they line up with the bumper and it was freehand, the cleanest cut I've ever seen. It was just one swift move. Just we took the whole thing off. It was perfectly lined up. Yeah. It was 10 years awesome. experience doing that. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that a little bit last time where it's like how hard it is to find a good welder and the kind of test that you put them through. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We did chat about that. Yeah, currently we have three welders. Uh, we just hired a new one. And, um, again, space is an issue. He's literally on a floating table in the shop. We can move him wherever he's not in the way. <laughs> wow. And uh, right. we just ordered another extension cord. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's been crazy out there. On busy days, we have, I think we have, on a good day, we have eight to nine people working in the shop. Wow. And we are on top of each other. Good problem. It, it's a small yeah. shop, so yeah. it's, it's a problem. Um we're not against going to a second shift like other manufacturers have. I just haven't found the right person to run that second shift. So it's, right. it's difficult. And that's the hard part, right? Because as you grow, you also, as, as you grow out, you also got to grow up, mm-hmm. right? right? So you've got to have someone in there that's managing when you're not here. Right. It's managing different production parts, whether it's installs or, or welding. Yeah, that, that gets more complicated for sure. You can't do everything yourself. No, nah, like, you can't. Uh, turns out, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're busy, so why not add more to the list? Yeah. So, um, it's been um, it's well known that we do just Toyota stuff. We have for years. Um, when I first started, I was pretty ambitious, and I started off doing S10s and Rangers and Chevy full size trucks. But it was very very limited. I mean, it was you know a friend of a friend wanted sliders for their truck, and I built some for them and put them on the website, and people laughed at me, so I took them down. And we <laughs> kind of grew into Toyotas because right. I don't like getting calls for questions I don't know the answer to. You're specialized, which, yeah. right. which I think actually like lent to your success. As, yeah, you know, coming yeah. off road known for this however given what you were talking about earlier right. the landscape's changing yes and you either adapt or you don't right? yes so as everyone knows the uh, everyone in the off-road world knows um ford has made one hell of an entry into the off-road world right. yeah. um not that they haven't been there before but we'll be honest they probably put that on the back burner for a couple of years um yeah and uh the best I way it was, i think it was coming soon for like five years I think uh, it was, it was like 15. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was a long time. And I think, and you're right, because they have been in the off-road world for a very long time. The Raptor has been around for, I mean, they're on Gen 2, well into Gen 2, mm-hmm. right? And so, but I think what it is, is off-roading is just such a big umbrella. They're moving now into these like offshoots of off-roading, right? Right. Where there's the faster trucks, like like the Raptors. There's the haul your gear. There's the adventure. There's the trail running. We there's need a the, capable SUV. Yeah, there's a capable. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like there's all these little offshoots and specializations within off-roading that I think Ford is really starting to kind of experiment with, with yeah. these new vehicles. And that evil word, Overlander. Right. Well, it's like <laughs> it's like, hey, Jeep's doing really well, and those FJ Cruisers are everywhere. 
we got something that kind of looks like both of those. Right. <laughs> I, I swear what Ford did, and I, don't get me wrong, I love Toyota. I'm not going to talk bad about Toyota. But I swear Ford took all the complaint letters from FG owners and yes. foreigner owners and said, yes. oh, you want this, this, and this? And Ford said, we can do that. Here yeah. you go. And we'll put it on a classic looking vehicle right. that everyone loved to begin you with. You want a retro looking vehicle that'll right. fit 35's factory that will have decent amount of flex, carry your shit, and pull the roof off. That's, all, that, that's all you want? Four doors, two yeah. doors. Yeah. They gave you every yeah. option that's you all ever you complained want? about. Yeah. Done. Front and rear lockers that yeah. come optional with 35's. Right. I mean, you could not have asked for a better entry. It was a total it. wish list truck. Yeah, it was. It yeah, completely 100%. was. I mean, if we get a front axle, solid front axle on that. That was the only <laughs> thing that I was like, if they... That could be a factory option. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that would be cool. Um, I, for one, actually, I'm I'm fine with the IFS as long as they, if if they're anywhere close to what Toyota does with IFS, I'm happy. Yeah. Do you have any experience with that Haas system? I do not. No. Okay, no. I'm just curious because they claim that that thing has actually a really good amount of flex, um, factory, right? Compared to Jeeps, I even mean, comparing it to a factory and again not modified, which I don't think many people leave their Jeeps not modified. Sure, but <laughs> um, I think they put it as exceeding. A stock see, Jeep. Did you see the videos of them going to the Rubicon? I did. And beating on. I mean, they got beat up, but for a stock vehicle. For a stock vehicle, yeah. On the Rubicon, doing mm-hmm. all the different, you know, gatekeepers. It's like, all right. You yeah. Know, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. They they really, in my opinion, nailed it. And I know all the Toyota loyalists are going to be like, well, it's still a Ford. It's going to break down. I don't care. I'll buy the warranty. <laughs> I'll buy the <laughs> we, warranty. We already, put, we already put our reserve in for one. We're getting a bright red nice. four-door. So nice. I'm actually looking forward to this vehicle. And it's not to say I don't look forward to the Toyotas. I just, and without getting too down on them, I feel like they've, they've missed up a couple of the last couple of vehicles they released. And uh, I really, like I've heard from uh, um, uh, Total Chaos, uh, Nicole over there told me one uh, something one time, and I'll never forget it, uh, competition breeds ingenuity. Oh, 100%. And yeah. I really hope Toyota sees yeah. this, and I hope they go, okay, we've got to step it up, because clearly we're not, obviously they're second place to Jeep, but we're not doing it anymore for people, so let's let's do what we can do. Right. I really hope they see this as a challenge. Yeah, I and, mean, money talks, right? Right. The second you start losing market share, mm-hmm. the, you know, well, the fire gets lit. I mean, you see what Jeep followed up with. Yeah. The 392, the V8, right, right, right. right away. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. oh, and we got an electric. So here's a couple other bases covered, and it's a, it's also a truck. And, yeah, you know. So and being a Toyota enthusiast and and, and loyalist as I am, I, I still I, I really respect American car companies. They they, they have a, a knack for finding something. They'll put something out there, just like throwing bait out into the ocean. Like, right. hey, you guys like this? Oh, okay, cool. We'll release it. They'll keep it out for a couple of years yeah. and then throw it in the trash if it doesn't do well. They Jeep has done a really good job with that. Yeah. Um. I mean the the JL now and all yeah. that stuff. They've really come a long way from just had a basic army Jeep. Like it's you can get every bell and whistle. Hence why they're probably doing so well now because mm-hmm. they finally upgraded some of the stuff people complained about for years. I think that bell and whistle note is exactly what is the Achilles heel of the Toyota. Like I feel like Toyota, when it comes to the technology packages they put in their vehicles, especially the off-road oriented ones, they're really behind. They're really stagnant. I would agree. And they 100%. have been for decades and I get it. The, 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 the number one comeback is, well, they stick to reliability and what's tried and true and they don't want to get outside of that box. And it's like, yeah, you can only hold, you can't hold on to that for 10 years though, man. Yeah. Like you, you know what I mean? When I, you're the only vehicle not putting in CarPlay or not putting in a touchscreen or uh, not putting like in, that. not yeah. putting in a Bluetooth like receiver, it's, it's time to catch up. It's proven technology. That's why you, you should get be able to get this right. Ten inch Kenwood screen. That's what know? I did. I just <laughs> threw a Kenwood in there yeah. and good to, and all of a sudden my truck is back into this century. Yeah. yeah. 
I think they could probably blame that more on bean counters than anything else. Yeah, 100%. I'd, yeah, because uh, Toyota's uh, definitely known for not having all the bells on the I mean, they squeeze them. the profits out of a model line, that's Oof, for sure. They sure do. Well, I mean, that's why, that's why you have shops like the Mellow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fully built on a platform, right? Yeah. You have, you know, for instance, our buddies over at Rigged Supply. They've got their Ultra Swing built basically off of the Toyota that right, they got so right. involved with. You know, so it's like there's a lot of aftermarket support. So I, for me, that argument isn't as big of a deal because if you really want it, it's out there. You can yeah, get it. Yeah. That's true. You can build true. anything into whatever you want. There's uh, restyle kits, dash kits. Uh, Taylor over at Williams just got a whole new, like, he's like, I'm like, what brand is that? He's like, oh, it's some Chinese brand, but it's amazing. It's like fully styled into his dash. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. even the emergency signal like but the stuff coming on ebay yeah. for these things is insane it's, it's crazy. crazy like crazy. people are coming out with the nuttiest dashboard designs right. and like waterfalls and cameras like, that truly see in the dark yes yeah. it's insane i uh, uh with the gx that we just that we just got it's been the same gx model since 2010 wow all the way to now and they have the navigation there and anyone that has one that's listening the navigation is out of like a 1994 Honda yes. Pilot. Like oh it's got to be the the most archaic. Pixelated. Is yeah, it still on disc? It's horrible. Is it still on a disc? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure to dial it up. <laughs> AOL pops up on your screen. It's it's so old. It's crazy. I don't understand why they haven't upgraded that. But there's fantastic options out there. They do full Tesla. They call them Tesla screens. Yeah. Where it replaces yeah. that entire center dash piece with a Tesla screen. Wow. I mean, that's the future. Yeah. And. Uh, Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, with the future coming so quickly, what what are your plans? Like, where where are you going next? Um, well, uh, Ranger first thing. Um, okay. uh, Jeremy uh, Headley from uh, uh, oh my god was fuel was now. from Icon was from Icon. Yeah, now he's, over he's at fuel fuel. Thank you. Yeah. I was forgetting the name off the top of my head. Um, we're gonna borrow his brand new Ranger. And oh, cool. we're gonna start off with sliders for that. Um, we've already looked at the frame, and uh, again, uh, they have stepped it up. Um, I hate to say it, but they've really come a long way. Um, and that's good. Again, yeah. competition breeds ingenuity. So let's do it. Uh, we're going to do sliders for that. Uh, most likely a bumper shortly after that. We'll see how the market goes for that thing. I'm really hoping the enthusiasts help drive that as they have with Toyota stuff. Right, right. Because um, those are the real heroes from Toyota products. I mean, yeah, they're reliable. Yeah, they make a good product. They're kind of old now, but it's the enthusiasts that drive that market. Totally. And that's why we love our customers. And I and I love Toyotas. Um and with the Bronco, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. We, I've already put my deposit down. Um, I cannot wait to get my hands on it. I'm actually excited about taking it off-road. Yeah. It'll be a completely different and new vehicle to me, whereas anything I get Toyota is a pretty straight-line correlation between a previous model. They haven't changed a lot, which right. is not a bad thing. It's And really, all I'm looking at on the new Toyotas is, is like, well, what bells and whistles does it have? Because right, exactly. everything else is exactly the same. Nothing's changed, really. Uh, 03 to current... 4Runner and GXs, same chassis, same suspension with very minor changes. Tacoma, 05 to current, yeah. same chassis, same suspension. Right. Tundra, uh, 1984, I think they came out with that truck. Right. and They're way <laughs> overdue for a rebuild, but uh, we're looking forward to that too. Um, supposedly, yeah. we're going to get some sneak peeks coming up next year. Okay. So we'll most likely get nice. one of those as well. Yeah, I'm curious what they're going to do with the Tundra, given the amount of competition and what's changed. Like I thought, I thought the Tundra was supposed to get updated um, this year, or at least start seeing it. And I have a gut feeling that they did what a lot of Japanese companies do when this kind of thing happens. They push it back a year and they quickly pivot and find out how they can all of a sudden catch up to what's happening. I have my theories on that. Yeah, I could be completely wrong, and I speak from no place of, of knowledge on this. Um, I think they were fully intending on using the same V6 from the Tacoma 
strapping turbos on it and calling it a day. Yeah. I think with the pushback they've got from the Tacoma community, and I apologize, Tacoma guys, I, I apologize ahead of time. I love the trucks, but I think we could all can agree that V6 could use more power. Yeah, yeah. it's a little gutless. Yeah, so I, I, that, that's my own conspiracy theory that they they saw the right in the wall and said, okay, we cannot release it with a 3.5. People are going to rage. Let's restroke yeah. it a little bit and, and, and use the same motor and just not tell anybody. Right. So, but that little change probably pushed them back. Yeah. Um, I've also heard very strong whispers. I wouldn't even say whispers. They're pretty solid um, reports. They're actually, they are working on a diesel. Um, oh, wow. I, uh, but I've also heard reports they were working on a small V8 for it as well. I've heard reports that there's three engines going to be available. I can assume, I don't know, yeah. a V6 turbo, some sort of hybrid possibly instead, uh, a small V8, and a diesel. Yeah. yeah uh, diesel it, makes sense, especially with Jeep coming on with their eco diesel. Yeah. Granted, there's, Dodge has, been, has 50, had their 50. diesel. Well, the, the Jeep eco diesel also has like a 50 50 issue where people are like, we're not sure if it's going to blow up. Like there's already like there's already talk about that. So it's a Jeep. Do they even care? I don't know. Yeah. I just I just Buy wish a warranty and when it crashed at ninety thousand miles, get your new motor. Right. I just wish it was like the three ninety two had been out when I was looking for mine because the same thing that you're talking about with those uh, Tacomas. Like we built a Tacoma over at when I was at five eleven, and once you put on the steel bumpers and you get everything done and bigger tires and dude, that thing just does not want to go anywhere. Like, it's a pig. And yeah. you like you regear it and it gets a little better, but it's yeah. still not great, you know? Yeah, there's been some advances with those. Um, I got rid of ours a couple years ago, um, but uh, we've had a couple customers in here that have done the reprogramming, the retuning. Um, and I have to say that that actually made a significant oh, really? difference. Um, it could still use more, but uh, better than what it was. And again, Tacoma guys, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to bag on Tacomas. <laughs> I do love the trucks. <laughs> Please don't stop buying our bumpers. But uh, I, I just, trucks. I just wish they had more power. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, my it's across the board. The Forerunner, the Tacoma, the FJ. Mm -hmm. They're they're all, in my opinion, underpowered. They all need superchargers. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but I think that's also that's how they squeeze the reliability out of it, right? Like I don't think they're they're over they're pushing them too hard. Sure. Like they're just kind of keeping them in that middle band. They're and then, very conservative, and you can just run that thing for like people know half million miles. Yeah, you know because it's not being overstressed throughout its lifetime. Uh, they're also getting beat up on emissions and stuff too. Yes, uh, being the state of things the way they are, it's, they, they got to be really careful with that. Um, I have never been more in love with the drivetrain than I was with the Tundra Five Seven. That. The, <laughs> If gas was free, that would be the best drivetrain ever. <laughs> It'll pass anything on the road but a gas station. It's amazing how that that, that, that combination was awesome. Um, obviously, they're going to get rid of that, and I'm a little I'm a little hesitant when the new one comes out because I, I want to get one, but I'm also scared it's going to be kind of like the Tacoma, where it's like, oh, I should have just taken the older version because it has more power. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't mess that up, and I'm really hoping they're taking this extra time to make sure they don't, you know, pull a Tacoma on us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 2021 is going to be an interesting year for a lot of the electric vehicles, too. That are for sure. Out. And like yeah. the trucks, you know, Hummer released theirs. And it's There's cool. so much coming. And, yeah. you know, you see, some of the, you see some of the features that they're putting into these vehicles, too, like the, the tracking on the... On the mm -hmm. What did they call it? There's just, just the name, crawl mode or what was Crab it? mode. Crab mode, yeah. Crab mode, wow. It'll, it'll, it'll actually go lateral. Yeah. Oh, jeez. To go around stuff, which is It's awesome. got the front and rear axle steering. How many times so, do you wish you had that? Like you know, um, being that I don't go off road anymore, not very often. <laughs> oh. I mean, no, I'm I was kidding. gonna actually, I was gonna ask you that if you had gone out during this time. Um, uh, yes, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, I've definitely been out. Um, uh, me and my family, we do we do a fair amount of camping um, throughout the year. So um, uh, this last year though has been the one year we we have stayed in very few campgrounds because they're literally all full. Right. Um, so we've been doing a lot of dry camping. Um, uh, 
picked up a new razor too a couple weeks ago. Nice. nice. So um, uh, yeah, I've gone off roading. That 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 toy there uh, makes me love off roading now um, more than I have in a long time. Um, Are you going to start building different. stuff for that? Possibly, yeah. Possibly, um, that is in the works. We've already yeah. That market is also absolutely exploding. Yeah. It's exploding, and people can't keep up. Yeah. Right. My concern with that market is it's just like the um, the Rhino market. It's here one day, on the next. Yeah. That's why I've been so hesitant, but I have a good local shop that is begging us to build cages for them. Um, we built we built ours out. Um, so that, that's a very strong possibility. Yeah. I'm not making any wagers on if we're actually going to follow through with that. Uh, we, our plates are extremely full right now. That we yeah. Got. I mean, just um, from what you talked about in the because I mean, it's not a matter of just saying I'm going to kick out a bumper for a, for a Ranger right. and doing it. There's a lot of design, a lot of like lines that have to be drawn and measurements and making sure that it's. Wow, it's time. Yeah, it's, it's just exactly. time. It's time. It, it's time, and we don't have space. And, and I gotta imagine a front bumper is even way more complicated to make sure the lines. Yes, and and, and back and back to Sai, our our lead fabricator and installer and everything here. Um, he's the magic behind us. I mean, I go out there and yell at him and tell him, you know, draw this over here, put this over there. Most time, I don't have to. He he designed stuff as if it was what I wanted. Yeah. So, but he's been That's here cool. so long. Yeah. I mean, you guys got eleven years of working yeah. together, right? Yeah. He understands. You know, he knows what looks good. He knows how to make it look right, and he ha- he uh, has something I don't have, which is patience. He will sit there and he will spend extra amount of time, you know, making those lines perfect and making everything line up perfectly. I'm a little more in a hurry because I see dollar signs spinning in my and head. Probably <laughs> the, the list of other things you're not doing yes. while you're fixing this yes. one line. <laughs> so I I let him I let him do that. I give him the fr- the free reign to do that, and, awesome. and he builds. We we still build every th- we do things backwards in most companies. We we build it by hand in our shop first. Uh, with cardboard, then with metal, then we clean it all up and we make changes because we want to see a physical piece. Yeah. And then we call in the guy that does all the CAD work for us and he puts it all in CAD and 3D models it. Most people do it in 3D model first and then you're kind of married to that because yeah, you already all scan this, it first yeah. and then they'll do the model out. Yes. Yeah, and then exactly. you, you have all this time and money invested in that. And we, of course, we have time and money invested into the, the real version of it, but it lets us physically touch it. There's yeah. something you can't get from a, from a computer generated model. You just can't. Yeah. It's hard to see scale yeah, on the model. It's really it's hard also, to see it on the truck and what angles it looks yeah. right. I see so many things out there, not throwing, trying to sh- uh, throw shade at anybody else, but I see so many products where I'm like, yeah, that was designed on computer. And it probably looked a lot better than the computer. It doesn't that truck? Yeah. Because now it looks <laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Some lines that you're like, uh, where were they going with that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how we do everything, and, and he's he's awesome. He And uh, we just we just finished, actually, the rear bumper for the uh, uh, new Forerunners, the... Twenty ten I knew two twenty ten to current four in a rear bumper yeah. swing outs, and the cool thing about that, and we spent a lot of time on that, is uh, we made the gates bolt on to the bumper itself, yes. and we'll be able to that use is it. so freaking cool, man. Well, it just makes it easier because not everyone's got that kind of cash to fork over for a complete totally. bumper or at once, yeah, yeah, and not everyone needs it either. Some people mm. just want a rear bumper and yes. they'll keep their spare tire underneath until they can afford to put the rest of the stuff in the back, so it splits up that cost. And some people just don't want that swing out. Right. I, I personally, I'm not a fan of swing outs. Mm. So when we built this thing, I'm like, I want a swing out that I would want. Right. I do not like having to latch things. I don't like putting pins and stuff. This we should get past this this old 1970s thinking of like let's use this latch off my gate to lock this thing and, <laughs> and let's use these hinges from the home depot like oh, come on gosh. guys like we can do better than this yeah so if we're gonna design it we're gonna take our time and do it right we use some new things in this bumper that we've been testing out and i really think they're gonna work well i we made a bumper that you can basically slam the door shut on it's just the one that you posted yesterday on instagram yes with the cat drawing yes. correct yeah um and you can basically this rear swing out it's dual swing out and you can 
basically walk away as you're walking away slam the doors and it's, yeah. it's secure there's no pins to add there's no latches it just automatically shuts by I itself that yeah that's what i need like i love my evo tire carrier mm -hmm. but i gotta heft it up make sure the johnny joints get into their little slots right put the pins in and screw me if like i don't lose one right so often you know? <laughs> right yeah. well that was part of the part of the thing i didn't like was having to get behind it because a forerunner you're always getting in the back and uh, a lot of vehicles are fj cruiser for yeah, sure the back is yeah you're it's a pain if you're not driving you're digging through the back that's yeah. where the beer is <laughs> exactly know? yeah exactly. so you want it to be easy access to that stuff and if i'm gonna have this in my car i want it easy access um so that was one one aspect the other aspect of it is i want to be able to drive fast and not have the thing come off on the trail sure right so once our completed version is done and we've done some testing around town we've taken it off road a little bit we haven't done like extensive testing on it yet we know it's strong we know it's going to hold up but we want it to really hold up so probably going to do a mojave trail run with it um i did a mojave trail run with uh uh the icon um dylan over there their lead engineer and with the with the forerunner um, without the gate on there and beat the snot out of the foreigner trying to keep up with him, him and his raptor all day long yeah we were testing out some new products and uh yeah that's a harsh trail well i can so. tell you firsthand and ollie can too there's a there's a solid 10 miles of washboard waiting waiting to just Be, beat to, on anything to beat yeah. on anything and back out any bolt or whatever you've got on that thing oh i did i i cooked my shocks yeah that <laughs> I mean, washboard they, they did fine but right yeah now. we did the whoops i mean there was so much yeah. stuff we did and it was it was fun it was really yeah. fun got to really push the limits of the suspension and the truck itself and it held together it, it did great it that's really awesome. did so that's where I'm headed for that once we get the yeah. final version on there. And, you know, that bolt-on design to me, when I saw it, and I saw this, gosh, probably in mid to the summer. Yeah. Like when I got the front bumper installed, mm -hmm. you were working on it, and you had it mounted up. And I, was, and I looked at it, and I saw the, the corner pieces. Just no, no swing out yet, but you had that corner anchor piece mm -hmm. bolted onto the bumper. And I looked at it, and I was like, is that what I think it is? And you were like, yep, it's a yeah. bolt-on. You can – it's it's – the fact that you can buy one bumper now and just kind of build as you go or change as that's you cool. need, that is cool. I mean, that's that's the thing that sucks right now is you, you're going to pull a trigger on something that costs a lot of money and inevitably your desires or needs are going to change. Yeah. And then you have to sell this thing, this you know, this bumper that only fits your vehicle that's used at a fraction of the cost of what you paid for it to go and buy, a, to go and buy the same bumper that has a swing out on it. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. And so to, to be to make it modular is just I, I it's genius. Like it's just so simple. It's like why didn't I think of that? <laughs> I don't know if it's genius. See my common sense to me. <laughs> just <Right>. like <laughs> let's just do it right, guys. Right. So we're hoping that one because we did a lot of things on that truck that we can actually transfer over to other vehicles. Like the the width of the gates. There's no reason why it won't work on all the GX models, the older yeah. foreigners, the Tacoma. Um, that that that's going to transform very well. That's why we took our time with it and made sure we got it to where. It's very modular, and we can change yeah. things on as we go. That's very cool. Now, is this something that you're going to be able to drill into any of the previous models, or is this specific to a particular bumper that you're creating? Just for this bumper, okay. yeah, yeah. But going forward, you're probably going to start incorporating some Correct. Of modular yeah. modularity into the Ranger or Correct. Bronco or something yeah. like that that you can go We with. want to make sure everything has its own unique look, but it doesn't mean that we won't have options where you, know, you can buy a ranger rear bumper but then bolt on the swing out gates later on and those swing out gates may be very similar to other things but you can there's so many ways you can change them yeah that'll be pretty modular um, is, is it steel or is it aluminum steel steel yeah. okay. uh, we get asked about the aluminum thing a lot yeah. and i just need to clarify to do a rear swing out bumper properly in aluminum 
I, I just don't. There's I don't a see lot it. of internal stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, there's so much steel you're gonna have to use. There's no way around to reinforce it. Well, at that point, it's not even the reinforce. It. Okay, think of it this way: the spare tire. Are you gonna mount a spare tire on aluminum threads with aluminum right. mount? No, right. you're not. You can't. No. Right. That's a safety hazard going down the road. Sure. So you're gonna make that out of steel already, and then you got a steel mounting plate for that mounted to an aluminum bumper. Um, swing out gate. There's always a point of weakness throughout that chain. Well, then you get to the hinge. The hinge, we do ball bearing hinges, which are like steel axle bearings. And we use the bigger ones. They're way overrated for what we're doing. But again, we want it to hold up. Right. Um, To make that out of aluminum, no one makes it. To make it out of aluminum, it would be astronomical cost. And you're still going to have, you're still going to have to have a steel shaft in the middle. Can't do aluminum. Right. And you're still going to have to have steel bearings. So really, what weight have you saved? Um, uh, You could do a steel the whole thing steel and make it bolt on aluminum gate but again you're splitting hairs you're getting to the point where what are you going to save you're going to save 30 40 pounds tops and you're going to end up with a bumper that costs twice as much money minimum it's just aluminum is expensive i figured it was going to be steel just because and i wanted to bring it up just because we had talked about the aluminum stuff so Mm -hmm. much at the last episode I i wanted to make sure people understood like you're putting this is a this pretty like intricate piece i'm, I'm assuming i haven't mm-hmm. seen your bumper but i'm assuming there's a lot of stuff going on right there's a lot of weight being like especially once you pull out that that swing there's a lot of weight now leveraging on that bumper so right right i figured it'd have to be probably yeah it, and i'm all about weight i love things when they're lighter so yeah. anything we can make aluminum i will do it but we're honest when someone calls up and say hey i do rock crawl on the rubicon trail and i want aluminum bumper and i'm like no you don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can but you're gonna hit a rock and it's gonna crack Yep. Well, why is that? It's not strong. No, it's very strong, but you have a 5,000 pound plus vehicle loaded full of 500 pounds of equipment. Right. And you get an aluminum bumper on the front of it. If you run into something, it's going to crack. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen with steel? It's going to bend. Well, that's not as bad. Yeah. So stick with the steel if you're going to rock crawl. Yeah. Uh, if you're saving 30, 40 pounds and you want to save a lot of money, I always tell people pack 30 or 40 pounds less gear. Sure. I guarantee you don't need uh, a 15 millimeter. A 19, uh, 18 millimeter, right. a nine millimeter, because <laughs> nothing on your car takes that. Like, yeah. really go through your stuff and just take you know, a bare minimum. No, that's yeah. a really good point because I think my tool bag alone is probably like 80 pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's because what did I do? I took a toolkit, I dumped it into the bag. Yeah. Like, I didn't really. Everyone does that. <laughs> I haven't really gone. There's, there's probably five sockets total that will take apart the FJ, mm-hmm. except for the larger ones, you know, when you're, if you need to take apart like an axle, right? <laughs> But there's probably like as far as the the vast ninety five percent of that vehicle can, is there's probably maybe even three sockets that'll take apart the whole thing. I had this idea years ago and I didn't want to say anything about it because I was gonna, <laughs> I was I was guaranteed you're gonna do it. But we are so busy and backed up with bumpers. I'm gonna say it. Someone else can take it and run with it. I was gonna make a Toyota specific tool bag yeah. that just had the sockets you need, including yeah. the one for the with the CV uh, axle, right? And just that. And I'm pretty sure you can get away with about twenty pounds of tools totally. versus. 500 pounds of random stuff you don't need so that was a idea that i had yeah, I that might be my, my winter project for that <laughs> when i get home is i'm just going to take out everything and only and put back just the five sockets that i need and the five wrenches you know the, mm-hmm. the, the wrenches that i need some right. adjustables some some uh, vice grips there you go. right we yeah. figured that out throw some of those ties and bailing wire <laughs> right yeah. some bailing Actually, wire. i got the bailing wire now <laughs> but you know just so everyone knows uh now on rick for dirt you can find a toyota toolkit that has every tool you need to disassemble your Toyota. Check us out online, rickfordirt.com. <laughs> Do they really? Do they have <laughs> We're running with it, Jason. We're running Go with for it. it. Go for it. Stolen. I, I, started, I started down that path. I actually got as far as researching where to buy the stuff and yeah. figuring it all out. 
And I'm like, this is going to be a very expensive toolkit. You're better off just buying the the um, the tools and throwing away the ones you don't need because it'd be that much <laughs> yeah, more. Exactly. It was, was kind of crazy. Just have an like, Amazon uh, store that pulls from other people's stuff. Right, and just sells you that bundle. Oh, you could do that, like yeah. a bun, like a kit. And oh just say, man, we you better we got to do it. We, now. We're doing it. We're we're gonna we're gonna see who can who can source us the bag. Well, and then we'll. That was the final step. I was gonna have the bag fit. In the stock compartment. Okay, so a foreigner in the rear uh, driver's side. Notes. Yeah, hold on. Uh, well, yeah, it's recording everything. <laughs> yeah, it's the best note taker right there. You so want to play this knob here? Hand motion. Just so we're clear, Jason, you are giving this. us the full permission to run <laughs> with this right now on the. As long as I get one, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but if you make it to where it fits in the factory location, yes, perfect. Totally. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It goes to show there's just so much work and so many things you could do within this market mm-hmm. that you could give away ideas and still be on top fine yeah and we've talked about this right like we talked about it with like life success work everything there's there is a surplus of ideas Mm -hmm. there's just there isn't it's just that time is finite there is not unlimited time so Mm -hmm. you're always going to have more ideas and there's always going to be someone that can or cannot take advantage of it and may and run with it like you said right and i'll tell you what multiple people can have the same freaking idea as long as you're not stealing each other's copyright and And they can all make some money yeah and they get it differently to different markets different ways and i'll do it and all these ideas take money too totally and uh shocker uh news alert i'm not elon musk i can't just uh i'm not that smart either (laughs) but i i just can't go out and randomly build a spaceship i have to really think it through but you know if someone else hears an idea they like go for it like it yeah. all helps us all out. Totally. I know, you know, some people when they're really new in this, that they get locked into like, oh, that's competition. I don't like. No, no, it all feeds into each other. If someone else comes out with something like that that helps bring that customer to us too, like, good, go right. for it. Like, more the better. Totally. It's kind of like the podcast thing too, where we have a lot of friends who are getting into it, or we've right. been reached out to by people who are starting theirs, and it's like, yeah, we'll go on their podcast, or yeah, we'll talk to them, like, yeah, whatever. Like the I Joe Rogan care. effect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really is like this. Even in in this space, this off road overland space, like you know, we weren't the first ones. There were probably two or three already out there that were doing this when we started, and then and now there's at least a half dozen more. You know, and so it's and I don't yeah. care. And if we fade away to obscurity one day, who cares? It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It yeah. was a it was an awesome ride, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but so far, but that's so not good. happening. Yeah, so far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> you guys rich yet? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Out of pocket. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky this machinery works. This Self-funded. Our, our electronics work for uh, recording. Yeah, yeah exactly. Keep, keep him from playing with your knobs. It should be fine. It yeah. should be good. Yeah, yeah. my knobs. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh, by the way, guys, I'm sorry if you hear me kind of like sound almost lazy in my voice. It's because <laughs> I was up at 3.30 uh, with Randy from KC, we were up in Williams for a couple. Yeah, of days. you guys have some cool stuff happening up there right now. Like I've, yeah. saw, I've seen Adam has been posting some pictures. Have you had a chance to see what they've got going on up there? I saw the sign. Yeah, yeah. Sign that so was kind of cool. Kind of a big deal because it's something that they've been wanting to do, and it's and it's almost like it's like our testament against COVID, right? It's like not only have we not laid anyone off, but you know what? We just built a freaking monument in front of our in front of our headquarters, and. We paved the entire like dirt lot that we oh, used really? to have. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. And it's like, and we got two, three, four more phases coming. Like, it's uh, like, let's boom. build. Yeah. You know, let's let's just keep pushing forward. Like, mm-hmm. we're not trying to look back. We're not trying to get hung up. We're just trying to like keep looking forward and keep doing cooler, better, uh, get tighter with our community, get tighter with the Casey family. I mean, we're we're hooking you up with your uh, with your project. Like, it's awesome to see us start to branch out into other places where we've normally not been. And as I was driving here, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, why isn't Jason, like, 
at the very least, Jason should be getting some KCs just so he can come <laughs> with us to summer camp. You know, like, right? Exactly. I'm in. Let's go. You know, so it's like you start to meet people. At least for me, I start to meet people. I'm like, I don't even care if they're buying the stuff. I just want them to have it so that we can have that connection. So we could go do the Casey exclusive things that we're doing mm-hmm. together, you know? Yeah, no, that's great. That's yeah. great. Absolutely. So I, am I, I'm assuming, and I think I'm right, that Monument lights up? No. So <laughs> you, you, it looked like it did, It right? looked like it did. You're telling me it doesn't? No, no, it doesn't. Oh, man. It doesn't because that's, that's going to be I could sell you later. some Casey lights for that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Just ring it, put, put a ring of cyclones around it. <laughs> no, I mean, we're, we're happy that we managed to get that built as of, I think, two days ago. Got okay. Or three days ago. Right before it was supposed to snow today. Oh, wow. So that's part of like the next phases Got it. as we go. I mean, what's going to happen in Williams? And let me tell you, first of all, after spending two days in Williams, I got to say so much love for the KC family over there. And what a tight group. What, 100%. What a crazy amount of pride and love they have for a company that a lot of these people have been working for like for 7, 8, 16, 20 plus years. Yeah. It's like shit. If you're still waking up and still stoked, something's right. Yeah, you know, right. and I go there, and we're, you know, they've they they inflated like beds for me and Randy, like uh, really nice inflatable beds. They wash sheets, they wash towels, like you know, because we got showers and bathrooms over there, and it's like they took they, the hospitality was like awesome. Yeah, and you know, me and Randy like got our hands dirty. We jumped right in. We helped them with like some of their Black Friday rush because we got slammed with Black Ri- Black Friday, and uh, I was about to say Black Rifle. That's uh, <laughs> that's actually tomorrow. We're we're coming out with a KC Black Rifle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I saw the teaser. Randy that's why it's on like the front of yeah. my brain. Yeah. So, you know, we got in there. We actually took those in and counted those bags. And, you know, it was so cool to do that work with them so that there's that less of a disconnect between right. Williams and L.A. or those of us who are working remote. And then they don't see me directing marketing, but detached from like the day to day. They see me coming there going... Oh, so that's how you do it. Oh, shit. Why is this being done this way? Because it is. Oh, we should change it. Like, you know, having somebody else there with eyes on going, well, I'm going to bring that up at the next like meeting that we have about process and how we can create more efficiencies. And, you know, to see them look at me like, oh, shit, you care? I'm like, fuck yeah, I care. You know, like, <laughs> yep. th- we're all going to win. That's people there for seven, yeah. eight, 20 years. You yeah, know, we're all going to win. It's that. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. Or 11. Huge, <laughs> huge, huge shout out to the Williams crew. I mean, even one of my marketing guys, Taylor, he's working out of there. So it was really good to see him and uh, yeah. have some beers after work and, you know, just connect. And we went shooting with Mike Hernandez from. Uh, I saw that. I saw. Yeah. Well, I didn't see that, but I saw that he was there. Yeah. yeah. So we went night shooting. We lit up the range with the with the trucks. And now that's the same Taylor that we sent a bumper to for his Tundra. Yeah, I believe yep. that is. Yeah. yeah, he did a great video for us. Yeah, yeah. thanks, yeah. Taylor. No, really appreciate that. That was really good. Taylor yeah. does really good work. And, you know, he said he was going to do it. I'm like, dude, run with it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, and that's actually I think what's going to be a key to the success for next year for us is just lots of content with a lot of partners. Right, right. The more we can do with people together, mm-hmm. the stronger we're going to be at the end of it. So yeah, I agree. That's yeah. my goal, at least. Absolutely. Yeah. So Jason, where do you see this, all of this going with all these new vehicles coming out? Because like like Ollie was saying, uh, the the Hummer's back. Right. Right. And I Rivian. think there's a. I think there's a rumor. There's a Cybertruck. That's right. I, even, I totally forgot about those. But mm-hmm. but I, I also heard, maybe you can confirm or I'm wrong, but that Hummer is going to have also a smaller one. They're also talking about like uh, like a smaller sport version mm-hmm. of that same truck. And then, yeah, the Rivian and the Cybertruck. Yep. Like, I mean, there's a lot happening, not just in this space, but throwing electric into the mix and 
all kinds of stuff happening. That's a very loaded question. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, there is so much that's on the horizon that's going to happen, hopefully. Um, the electric stuff, I'm actually pretty excited about that. Yeah. Uh, if you had asked me the same question 10 years ago, I would have said, oh, electric, who wants that? Right. Um, I got into RC cars and realized electric is pretty freaking cool. Like, there is so much torque and power. Yeah, in the power motors. on demand is unbeatable. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, the infrastructure, I think, is the one thing that's lacking for that. But I don't think we're far off from it. No, I, yeah, mean, I don't think so. I drive by uh, Target, and they got charging stations for all the electric cars out there. And I'm like, okay, so we're not that far off. No. Um, it's just scaling it now, right? Like, yeah, it's just, scaling, it's just scaling it. it. Well, something's got to power those stations, too. Right, right? That, exactly. People, people <laughs> always disassociate. So, yeah. you know, there's only so much wind power we have. There's only mm-hmm. so much solar power. But... If you see the installations that they've created, like on the way to Vegas, those big yes. towers, <laughs> I think that's all in the in the forward momentum yeah. of the solar farms. What the new future looks like? For, they're growing exponentially out in the desert. Those yeah. solar farms. It's crazy how in California that we uh, we push electric cars, but turn our power off uh, occasionally because we ain't got enough power. <laughs> it's like well, okay. I mean, and now Maybe you're we right. Fix that first. Like now we're we're turning our power <laughs> off. In, yeah. in the summer we turn our power off because we don't have enough power. In the fall we turn our power off because it's too windy because of the fires. Because yeah. of the fires. And I go and and it's funny because I I remember and this is kind of like off the off topic a little bit but i grew up yeah i grew up as a kid going to visit my family in mexico a lot Mm -hmm. right and i remember distinctly whenever there was a big storm the power would go out you know and my dad would tell me oh well it's because they don't have an infrastructure that can support these massive storms and things you know they're always Mm -hmm. losing power breakers or whatnot and that's i always thought wow we're lucky that doesn't happen in our country and like i go Great. you know what we're like legit we're having some seriously third world problems right now with our electric grid like this is not we shouldn't be totally okay with this like i understand no. why we're doing it but we really shouldn't be okay with like our, our, our system shit. shouldn't start fires you yeah know, like, yes. right the like fact the, minimum. Like, the fact that we should have that we, uh, on a windy day we're worried about burning down half the state. That's kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, like that shouldn't be a problem. I don't know. Yeah. Is there anything left to burn yeah. at this point? Yeah. Right, like at this point, we're kind of going to do it like COVID. Just let it all burn. Right? Just yeah. let it all go. We'll figure it. We'll, it, was, we'll, it was a trip. Actually, we went to Joshua Tree to see those burnt Joshua Tree forests. Yeah, that was a trip. But I mean, even still here, kinda, on the way here, we just had that fire in yeah. in yeah. Orange County. On the mm-hmm. way here, the whole toll road was seared black. Yeah. That seems like to be a regular occurrence now. Every and I say years, that, so. but I'm obviously just being, I'm joking. Like, I'm obviously very cognizant of people that lost their homes. Like, I'm not saying let it all burn. I'm joking. Dude, they did such a good job on the back burn on the side of the 71. They really did. To keep that fire from hopping over yes. and getting into, like, that marshland. Area. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll say this, man. Practice makes perfect. The fire departments are coming in clutch in stopping these yeah, fires now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, our fire departments are second to none, I think. Like, yeah. They, yeah. They kick butt. It's insane. And the hard work those guys put in, and I'm only saying this because they're customers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, seriously, like, I have a few friends that actually are. They're customers and their friends that are firefighters, and those guys work hard and their wives yeah. don't see you for weeks at a time like it's sure. it's crazy you know when there's a fire up north or there's a fire away from home and they have to go away yeah like they're gone for a while and they don't sleep often i mean they're sleeping on the side of a truck or you know down and they're on the, on the ground somewhere. not yeah. on an inflatable mattress nope. not nope. on a rollout mattress nope. they're sleeping on the ground under the yeah. rig if it's cold they're under the rig if it's hot they're out in yeah. the shade and I mean, even when, remember when we did uh, Santiago, I think we were going with Photo Runner to do that episode. There was like five yeah. guys, yep. five firefighters, just at the mid. There's no trail, or where there was a trail, but there's nothing that you would think. Five dudes come rolling out of the bush, mm-hmm. yeah. and with with pickaxes and like tons of gear, yeah. they're completely loaded down, and they're just they're they practicing. Work, they yeah, work hard for that stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're they're learning the terrain. They're practicing. They're hauling their gear in and out of the mountains. Just make sure that they can do it when it happens. And sure enough, not four months later. They were doing it for real. Yeah. 
Yeah, so on this episode of Rick for Fire. <laughs> you know what's funny is I have the big RFD on the side of the truck, uh-huh. and I always think about I wonder if people think that's Riverside Fire Department. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's hilarious. Because I do. I have it's had a new a, logo. I have had a few fire trucks like give me the, the what's up, and I wonder if they think that I'm just like a huge fan of fire huge trucks. Fanboy. Like, yeah. Huge fire fanboy. <laughs> so I have to hey. admit, you're like probably one of the very few Jeep guys that have come here, and I, I think it might have actually done, done me a favor. Um, uh-huh. The other day, I was driving my Forerunner, and a Jeep guy actually waved to me. No kidding. I don't know if you told him I was cool or something or what. I appreciate that. I really do. It was the He's weirdest like, I'm thing. I'm just listening to you. That's what I'm you're just saying. To I, right now. I just, dude, I, he waved, and I'm like, is he flipping me off? No, I, it's the other. Nope, I was two I, fingers. No, you know what I've noticed? Thank you, though, for that. Actually, no, it's, uh, I can't take credit. I think the Overland community is just doing their own wave to one another. That's true, because yeah. I have yeah. random dudes will wave to me, too. It's like, hey, we are alike. That's right. Yeah. We do the same shit. That's like, true. We're both overcompensating. Yep. And I get down with that. That's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally down with that. Any Anything that make the world a, a friendlier place, totally. have at it. Yeah. yeah. I was just in shock. That's I, so I, cool. I just now realized it was him. It's all yeah. him. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> that's right. I, I put it on the, the message board. I'm like, hey, guys, so there's this bald dude. His name's Jason. He drives this well, it's GX. You can't you can't really fault him, but yeah, it's a, it's a Toyota. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it's a Toyota. But just say hi, say hi. You know, just be cool if you can. You know, no, <laughs> no I mean it's funny because some of our really good friends, I mean, they're Toyota guys that we go out with, like uh, um, uh, Dead Man Off Road, like yeah. we go yeah. out with Sam with his Tundra, mm-hmm. and uh, um, yeah, it's it's always a good time. Yeah, for, for the sure. most part. Well, not always. <laughs> go back, go back a few episodes, and you can hear all about it. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Sam's never gonna. Live I'm that fucking one with down. you, Sam. No, I'm kidding, we, Sam. I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. We like when the Jeep guys come. It gives us something to do on the trail. Usually, we just drive the trail. But when you guys are there, it's like, oh, there's like a. I get to use my tools. Interactive, yeah. Like my tools are all clean. I get to bust them out. I mean, they're all the wrong sizes well, because I don't have metric. But I, I've got it, it's fun. I have got. Now say, I know what Jeeping is. The one time that we've had so many breakdowns was on a Toyota prime that's really Toyota trip that was on uh, the Death Valley trip <laughs> my yeah, Jeep we had, had nothing had, even you were the only right. Jeep I was, I was the only Jeep and I was the only person I think who had no problems and you're right even mine that was the one and only time the actual FJ had an issue all the Toyotas all the Toyotas had oh. issues. sounds like fairy tale in right now I'll be yeah. honest and Ollie was just kind of sitting there going are we making up stories <laughs> right if I wasn't there no, that's me you. in the middle of the night hijacking everyone's rig <laughs> <laughs> that makes more take sense take that assholes <laughs> so you the playing shit. field <laughs> I always want to talk show shit. you <laughs> my mama gave me that Jeep stupid Jeep <laughs> Uh, oh man! Awesome. Well, good, dude. I didn't know what the fuck we were going to talk about here, but here we are again, <laughs> almost killing an entire hour. Right? Yeah. Oh wow. No, we did fantastic. So, anything, anything you want to leave off on? Yeah. Uh, no. Just everyone keep staying safe, and uh, hopefully next year is as good as this year for us, and hopefully we yeah, can come out with some nice. new stuff, and and uh, I'm really hoping we can get back to the events next year because 100. Uh, percent This last year we dude. did one event, that Costa Mesa event we yeah. were talking about earlier. Uh, that was it. That was it. Um, well, that was the the major one. We've done yeah. a couple local things that were kind of low key and stuff, but yeah, I'm we, really hoping to get back out there. We did a little something in Arizona, and I, I don't know how they thought it was all going to go off, but we were like, okay, we'll go. And it's the only time we can use our credit. Yeah, okay, fine. We'll, we'll, I guess we're going to have to use it. And we go to this event and they canceled it that like that first day. I've heard about that yeah. one. Yeah, was, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, really? We got we got canceled. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we couldn't just wait to next year like everybody else. We had to push. But yeah. I, you know, you can understand. You can you can commiserate. You can you can empathize because, dude, there's there's a whole industry 
that's built on events. Oh, totally. And those people are like, are we going to work again? So I mean, yeah. even at Shimano, we have yeah. we have positions, job positions. Yeah. That are solely focused on events. Yep. And they're just kind of. I mean, thankfully, we're a big enough company that we can you know leverage that that labor somewhere else. Um, because we did have a boom like most of others, like most of you guys did. But yeah, I mean, there's other industries where that's their entire business that's is right. moving trade shows around. You know, yeah. all those union guys in Vegas that, that take up, take down, mm-hmm. right? All the guys at logistics and all the guys that build them, like those, that's all. Yeah. Like, they're a friend of mine industry. owns a company that does that and yeah. they laid everybody off this year. Yeah. You know, another, I mean, not to not to keep talking about KC, but I, I worked. I'll go for it. Um, <laughs> but it's like, you know, I love working for a company that was willing to let like Lodestone, who runs Overland Expo, keep the money and say, we're going to be okay. We'll see you next year. If this can help you guys through this, hang on to it, and then we'll work it out next yeah, year. Yeah, right, right. That's, yeah. You know, that's right. If I could leave off with what like one thing, it's like if you're doing well, then pass it around, man. Yeah, pass exactly. it forward and pay it forward as much as you can, um, any way you can, because totally. um, it could just as easily be us in that boat. Oh, 100%. Not, so uh, I'm doing whatever I can. I'm buying a bunch of random stuff on Amazon through small companies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, if everyone just keeps, keeps doing that, hopefully we'll all get through this and still have jobs in the other end of yep, it. Yep, so. exactly. Take gotta, care of each other. I mean, I got to tell all the people out there who own businesses, like, don't fire your marketing team. Like, they're the <laughs> only ones who are really going to keep pulling you through it with your product. Yeah. Because right now, all eyeballs are on the web. All eyeballs it's are true. glued to phones. Like, if you're not the loudest voice yeah. in the room, no one's going to look at you. Yeah, and They're going to look at the guy who is. So. And you should 100% have been I've pivoted to online sales already. Yeah, yeah, like, And sure. that team should be creating content, drawing eyeballs, running ads, doing all the stuff that you need to do to get yourself in front of people. Like That, that team is, is, is remarkable for that. Yeah. So anyways, keep getting out there. Keep taking pictures. Keep making videos. Like, yep. It all goes somewhere. Oh, awesome. Wants it. Jason, thanks for having us. Anytime. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Where can people find you? I'm um, here at the shop usually 24 hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> DeMelloOffRoad.com or um, uh, Instagram as well. Um, same thing, DeMelloOffRoad. You can always find us on there and do the latest updates. Um, or come by the shop and uh, with your mask on, and we'll talk about how we can build your vehicle. With your mask on and your MasterCard. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> so we'll give a little shout-out yep. to Casey again. Um, yep. You know, huge supporters of, of us even before I was with Casey. Yeah. I mean, we were we were ambassadors, but before I before I had a, a stake, uh, a dog in the fight. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we're we are coming out with so much shit next year. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Like, we are coming out with products. Yeah. And I'm hoping uh, in the next month or two, you guys really like what we're doing because we've been putting in a lot of hard work. The team has been like you know, going above and beyond, and just the amount of creativity and the amount of just you know, passion that's being thrown into like all these new um, moves that we're making is is for me. It's like as a as a guy who has five people reporting to him, I couldn't I couldn't be happier. Yeah. So, um, really I mean, stoked with what's going on and and everyone just pulling their weight. And you know, I hope you guys are stoked too. So more to come. Yeah. If it's anything like what I've seen already, like that passion is just gasoline on the fire. It just keeps it going. So that's that's. I mean, it's it's been it's been a phenomenal couple of years and i I know it's going to be a phenomenal year again coming up so um also make sure you check out gear forward um they're actually making a big push right now i've been checking their online stuff and their social media and they're they're making a big push to expand um in their in their collections for the kids i think they're also anticipating a big boom 
when we you know when the vaccines come out and kids and families want to start getting back out again, um, especially in groups, especially like things mm-hmm. like the Boy Scouts, who is obviously traditionally very much a gathering centric organization, right? So I think they're expecting some. So when you start upgrading your gear around Christmas time and you get some new stuff, don't forget to think about them so that you can help those kids who uh, maybe didn't get some some good gear. Are the, are the Boy Scouts doing okay right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they're doing fine as yeah. an organization. I think they're, but yeah, I mean, like that's a whole other tangent. Sorry, it's a whole we'll other tangent. We'll yeah, we can talk about that for like half. Google an hour, it, right? Um, so yeah, and uh, we have a code, right, on KC? Still? Yeah, so RFDKC, go ahead, use that code. As long as it's not a promo period, we tend to turn off all codes during promo right. periods unless it's a code that we're running. So you know, just if it's if it's not, use that code. You'll get a little something extra off, and um, you know, if you have any questions, reach out to our customer service team. They they love to like help people out with uh, what they want to do and what they need. Yep. And with that, um, I'm Frank. You can find me at Trucky McTruckface on the Instagrams. You can find me at Kate the Jeep. Uh, don't forget to check out RigForDirt.com. We've got our gear for sale there. The So Far So Good patch. Uh, we also have some T-shirts from Large LA. Yep. Uh, check those out. Some really cool things going on there. Uh, we also have a blog that you should check out yeah. um, and read up in the stories. And we're posting all the pictures from some of the most awesome yeah. adventures that you normally get don't get to see. You did which one first? Um, uh, Arizona. Arizona. Sedona first. Yep. And then you just added your... The Rubicon trip. Yeah. The Rubicon trip. Yeah, yep. so check so those out. Let us know what you think. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, Jason.